Hey world, how's it going? Um, if you decided to click on this and listen, uh, I just want to say thank you uh, for giving me uh, the time of day to listen. Um, just by just letting you know, you have zero obligation to listen to this all the way through. I don't know how long this is going to go or how long this is going to be, um, but right now I am um, currently going to start a new podcast. Uh, I'm going to call it The Ramble. So welcome to the first episode of The Ramble. Um, basically what this is going to be for is I realize that I have a very diverse network of people that I've acquired throughout the years. Um, friends, family, um, even acquaintances, um, even maybe hopefully down the road, I'll and maybe hopefully down the road, I'll be able to even meet a couple people uh, through this. Um, but I realize I have a very diverse network of friends. And what I mean by that is I am surrounded by people who are very goal seeking and they have passions that they wish to share with the rest of the world to impact in a positive way. And that's what this whole podcast is for. It's to build a sense of community, of positivity. And if anyone can get anything out of it, because there's going to be multiple topics talked about, um, all the stuff from like music industry to personal wellness to hairstyling. Like it's going to be so expansive. So, um, it, yeah, it's going to be very expansive and it's going to be brought in across a lot of different topics. But first and foremost, we're going to be having fun with this. Uh, we're going to be having like good conversations, just knowledge, like different inputs, because a lot of the people who are going to be on this uh, in future episodes are going to have very different outlooks on life and how they've handled stuff and how they've overcome issues and different problems and um, how they took their passion and their drive especially their drive to motivate themselves and to have that drive so that that way they can use their passion not only to benefit themselves but to, but to benefit the rest of the world and that's what the objective of this, of this podcast is so with all of that being said we're going to get into the very first um, podcast, but that's just a little background on it. So the first guest is actually going to be me. This is going to be a solo podcast, but all after this, I will be having um, a guest or maybe even two. And yeah, so I'm honored to be my own first guest of my own podcast. Um, so basically just what... I'm going to do, I mean, obviously this is called the ramble and that's how I started it. So, um, basically the whole reason why I wanted to start this podcast in the first place is because, um, the whole personal wellness journey, um, has impacted my life in so many different ways. Um, I have definitely grown, um, into this, um, and into who I am today and, 
Um, it's crazy how you can even look back and realize how you're not even the same person, like, or that we are constantly changing as individuals. And you're not the same person who you were a day ago. You're not the same person who you were a week ago. Shit, you're not even the same person who you could be an hour ago. You are, we are all one decision away from having an entirely different life, an entirely different circumstance, an entirely different, um, like, outlook and opinions. And those change based off of who you interact with. And I've always been a very firm believer in you are a product of the people who you choose to surround yourself with. And like I said, that's just another premise of this whole podcast is to have you guys see all of the influence I've had in my life that have gotten me here to this day. And I'm very grateful for every single person who choose to hop on this podcast. I am extremely grateful for those who choose to listen to the podcast. Um, but yeah, like we're going to have, we're going to have, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a real good time. Um, but yeah, so man, I used to be, I used to be a kid, like I'll just go back to my high school days, man, where I used to be a kid where I didn't really care too much about how other people felt how my action, how my actions would impact other people. And slowly throughout the years, I have learned that how you treat people is a direct reflection of yourself and what's going on. And I never realized how badly I was hurting, you know, back when I was, you know, like in high school, because I'll admit it, man, in high school, um, I had a lot of different uh, personalities. I had a lot of different, um, I would talk to a lot of different people and I was never really like, there was never just Nick. There was always like Nick hanging out with this person, Nick hanging out with that person. And I used to think that was a bad thing, but now I kind of realize that it's, I'm very much like a chameleon. You know, I could pretty much talk to anybody. Um, but lately I have been really focusing on just being, one person all the way through, you know, like, it's like, all right, this is, this is Nick, you know, like, so, so yeah, um, and in high school, man, I, I was, I'll even say, man, I was, I was a bully to some people, because I was, I was angry in my own ways, because of people that, or because of things I couldn't simply accept, um, I, was wronged by people in certain ways and I had such a hard time letting that go and it turned into an abandonment issue and it stems back you know from way back when but the common theme has just always been reinforced uh, throughout my life and I used to beat myself up because there were times where I never knew the answer as to why certain people would leave or I would just make very or I would make false accusations about why as people left and I would sit there and internalize it and think about oh what could I have done this what could I have done that you know just sitting there sulking in it and one of the things I've learned is you you can't do that you have to take that energy and turn it into something else turn into something positive, something beneficial. And I feel like that's going to be a pretty common theme 
when I'm talking to these people um, coming up on the podcast and later episodes is everyone goes through a tough time in their life where they um, where they're just where they just hit rock bottom and whether that be through you know like you know someone doing them wrong or an outcome they couldn't control or like losing a job or um you know i mean any 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 one of these factors i mean i've 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 been through it man i've there was a time in my life where i just got fired from a job where i didn't have that good of a boss um just not good energy you know i was overworked tirelessly received no credit and just everything I did was wrong and I was going through um I was going through a toxic breakup um that caused trauma or that the relationship that caused trauma and um <clears throat> caused trauma and it just completely spiraled me out of control and I was hospitalized for it but I was very thankful enough to have uh, two friends, so shout out to Matt and Laura, um, who told me that, hey man, you know, like, you gotta do something, like, I was finally able to tell them, I was like, hey, you know, like, I was, I was in a very, very dark place, and I finally came out about it, and I told them, and they're like, all right, man, you got two options, either we can take you to your parents, or we can take you to the hospital and then call your parents but either way man you're going to the hospital like you need to it's like it's like you 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 need help and i'm like man and i just sat there and i was in the car and i was, I was like all right man just take me to the hospital and i was just sitting there thinking in the car i was like man dude because um i read the book uh can't hurt me by david goggins and that book really really changed my outlook on life in terms of how you handle failure, how you handle stress, how you handle um, adversity, and how you can look at that adversity dead in the eye and take its soul away. And you can do that with other people too. I'm not saying in a manipulative way or in a satanic way at all, but what I'm saying though is that like, you can show someone the power in your actions and your words by, by them just relentlessly or by them, you know, saying like, oh, like, I'm going to do this to fuck with this person, or I'm going to do this to make it even harder on them. But you just sit there, smile, and you just keep grinding. Because by that, by them not allowing to take your soul, your confidence, your, uh, your drive away from you, that builds them down, especially if they see that. Especially if they see that, you know, like there's that, there's that one saying, I mean, I hear it in a lot of rap songs and i mean it's a very good biblical quote but it's like no weapon formed against me shall prosper you say that every single night to yourself but there's one thing you get out of this podcast right now is just know that no matter who you are what you're listening to no weapon formed against you shall prosper um and i was just sitting there oh, so that was a tangent there's gonna be a lot of tangents by the way if you haven't <laughs> caught on yet um but I was just sitting there in the car and I was thinking, I was like, man, dude, I fucking failed David Goggins, man. You know, he was, you know, he's telling you about, you know, it's like, you know, like nothing can hurt you. Nothing can break you. Nothing can bring you down, man. But, and then Matt looked at me 
like dead in the eye and he was like and he was like dude david goggins would be proud of you man like he's like dude like not too many people have the balls or the courage to voluntarily check themselves in the hospital you know you got help you you know what you need to do and here you are doing it and dude like that made me feel so much better about myself man it made me feel so i was like man all right man I, I i can do this and it was tough man it was real tough it was really tough but in there i but in there when i was in the hospital man i just sat there man i was up all night like laying in like in like this like hot like in the like in the er man like in this like um uh like hospital bed like like this rolling hospital bed and um and this nurse man she stood up with me all night man just sitting there talking you know and everything and dude she was i forgot her name but you know she was she was like an angel dude like just like what she was like a guardian angel man like watching over me man she was sitting there up all night giving me you know like words of advice and everything and i was telling her like how i got there why i got there um and she sat there and she was just like looking at me man and she was just like man you know like you're you're gonna be something special and like i i always i always held on to that man but um another person who really transformed me while i was there was my uh psychiatrist um and he taught me mostly all about you know just like building like healthy like relationships with people especially um especially like intimate relationships and all the things that and he was teaching me all me all about this um sense of like individualism and I learned all about myself and I learned all about my habits and all the things that I could break. And I was just, I was finally, I was finally just focusing on myself and realizing all the things that I can do for myself. And, you know, he, he, he was just a really positive influence on my life. And he sat, sat down and talked to me all about, um, trust and mutual respect and how you can't have a healthy relationship without those two things. And as I went through my hospitalization and through therapy um, uh, and all that, um, I had a much more holistic view on myself as well as the people around me. Now, I didn't make the best decisions after that because I still fell back into that relationship and then it burned me even harder in the end. And that's when I had my psychosis episode. And, but then after that, I basically went through my own hospitalization process because I went through psychosis. I didn't feel safe whatsoever. I couldn't even, I couldn't even trust any of my friends. I couldn't trust any of my parents. Um, I was up for three days straight, no sleep, no sleep. Um, no food, no water. I mean, well, I mean, like, I don't know if it was three days, because I mean, body can only go three days without water and food. Um, but I like, I was just completely delirious of of my surroundings, and I didn't feel safe at all. I legit thought that I thought that people were like coming after me. Um, you know, I, I couldn't even like walk outside. Um, it was, it was really bad, but then I was very, very fortunate enough to have the people who I did, um, help me, um, get back, get back into the swing of things, you know, like, and then I, and then from then on, I made a promise to myself that I would never be that far gone to where I couldn't even, 
where, where I couldn't even take care of myself anymore. And I would never let someone else have that much control and that much power over me. And then I started um, taking basically just taking my life a whole lot more serious but but serious in the sense of like always having time for fun though you know but staying on staying on your grind so um for those who might not know um i've been doing brazilian jiu-jitsu for going on about five years now and that's another thing that has drastically impacted my life in such a positive way um jiu-jitsu is if for those who don't even know what jiu-jitsu is it is a martial art that was actually, I believe, originated in Japan, then brought over to Brazil by the Gracie family. And what it is, it is basically submission wrestling. So think of wrestling, but instead of like getting pinned and matches over, it's submitting. It's getting the person to submit. So that could be, you know, like a choke or like a joint lock. And that's, you know, like elbows, wrists, knees. I mean, shit, even your back. Um ankles, toes, you know, like, or maybe, like, I mean, there's toe holds, but you can't just, like, break, you know, you can't, but not, like, individual toes, but, yeah, it's, like, joint locks and chokes, uh, mixed in with wrestling, but the thing that is so great about jujitsu is the whole concept, and I, and I've seen this quote before a bunch of times, it's, um, one of the things that jujitsu has taught me the most is that in order to first learn how to win, I had to learn how to lose. And that's so true in jujitsu because for like the first, you know, like year and a half, you know, like you're just getting your ass kicked to you. You're just getting your ass handed to you relentlessly. You know, everyone's so much better than you because they know all the moves. They know how to, they know, they know what, they know how to, they know how to move. They know what to move. They know what to look for. And you're just sitting there just like trying to learn you know, just like a basic arm bar. And there's so much knowledge. And that's another thing too, is that it's an art. So that means that it's, there is infinite knowledge and it's always changing and it's always adapting. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. Like I said, man, we're going on a lot of tangents here. Um, and I was thinking about getting a co-host, but you no, know, just to keep me on track of things. But hey, man, that's why it's called the ramble, dude. We ramble in here. We rambling on about shit. Um, and... And then like it's it takes 10 years to get your black belt and it's just such an expanding art that um even the 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 person who brought over um uh jujitsu to brazil he made a belt after red belt because like the red belt is the highest belt um uh, you can get, I believe, but he made a belt after that, and it's a white belt, and a white belt is the same as what a beginner does, but it has like a red bar on it, and it is to symbolize that you can never learn everything about the sport, and that's what I think is so cool, and like, everyone has their own style, their own form, their own technique, their own way of practicing it, their own game plan, just as an artist has a specific way of taking a photograph or drawing a painting. You know, like you can tell like if a Picasso, you could, you know, like you can even tell, you know, like a Picasso, you know, versus like a Da Vinci, you know what I'm saying? Like they have their own style. They have their own little mark on their community and their passion and they and their way on how they choose to express themselves and their energy to the rest of the world to benefit it. Because art 
influences life that influences art. I may have had that backwards. Maybe life or art influences life that influences art or life influences art that influences life. But you understand, life and art go hand in hand and they're both and they and they're basically in this consistent ping pong ball game that just goes back and forth back and forth but that's you know in a way how like society gets created and i believe art is such a huge part of that and jujitsu is just another form of art and all martial arts are but it like i said like it takes 10 years to get your black belt and that's a commitment man like 10 years and that's if you're going three times a week you know, getting your roles in after, and that's also, you know, like, with even some, you know, like, tournaments and everything, and it's just a very gratifying type of art to where you, or no matter at what level you're at, there is always going to be a match or a role, like, a role meaning, like, you know, like, like, like a sparring session, like, they call sparring, se like, 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 live sparring sessions, they call them roles in jujitsu. you, like, roll around on the mat, um, and there are some roles, man, where you are just getting, like, beat down, and there is no way out, and just relentless, and, but you still continue to fight, even though you're in the most uncomfortable position you learn how to breathe you learn how to relax you learn how to be like okay i've been here before what how do i break these things down what do i have to do what do i see what do i don't see where do i have to move what's going to benefit nick in the future oh i can't do this i can't do that and but but but, but it's all a game you know because the person like knows like where are you going to move next so then they so they make the adjustment so then it's a constant learning and you just have to try more time or you just have to fail more times than the person next to you has e you have to fail more times than the person sitting next to you has even tried and my co my my current coach steve steve patterson um shout out to him look him up if you guys are even interested in doing jujitsu university of ground fighting um steve patterson is out in new lennox so for the people who live out in Chicago and the Chicago suburbs looking at jiu-jitsu, let him know. You can find him on Facebook, Instagram. Um, I don't know if he has any other forms of advertising, but check it out, man, for real. It's real good stuff. Um, but yeah, he said that. He's like, man, I've just tried more times than you've even failed. Because I remember after rolling that, I remember he said that. And it always stuck with me. And I'm like, all right, man, no, you're right. And then... So after all of this, so after all of that, I'm sorry, I'm going, like I said, tangents, man. Uh, as I was going through, as I basically had to like rehabilitate myself and like I was re I was hydrating myself, I was eating right. Um, I was exercising, I was back on my typical, this was all like at the very start of COVID. So I wasn't able to really lift. So what I did or lift or uh, go to jujitsu. So what I did was I literally created a gym i set up a gym i moved my mattress out into out into the living room out into my living room and i because i, I live i've lived in a one-bedroom apartment at the time and i um made i turned my entire bedroom into a workout room like i had a i had a weight bench weights pull-up bar bands uh, i had music going um and i had like a routine man i created a brand new routine for myself and I just started relentlessly 
giving my and I also started talking to myself a lot more positively too. I started like the whole thing of self love, and this is something that one of my um, that one of my past girlfriends' dad told me, and I'll, I'll I'll always remember it. He said the best way I could take care of other people is by first loving myself. Like I take care of myself, I love myself. And that's how I know I, and that's why I am at my absolute best to give back to my family and to my other people. Um, and, you know, he, he had his own struggles too. And, you know, and he had his own past. He made his own mistakes that, you know, I learned about. And, and you know, like when I met him, you know, like he didn't seem like that type of person whatsoever. And it was through that, like by him saying like, man, I just learned to love myself. Because if you love yourself, man, you, you, you don't need no one else. Um, and I've just been trying to practice that more and more in my life. Like even at the times where I don't love myself, I do my best to at least tell myself that, hey, it's okay to, you know, like be um, in distress, even for a little while. It's okay because that's all part of life. And for people who may struggle, you know, with like emotions and everything, especially now during this time. I mean, like I know it's the holidays and with COVID and 2020 and all of this um, heat going on with political stuff and um, like with like politics and social issues, it, it can be overwhelming. It really can be. And, but the thing is though, is that if you look and take a step back and you can learn how to be grateful for these scenarios and you can really just learn how to truly like love yourself in the best ways possible in the ways that are going to help you you'll start to see your whole life turn around man you'll start to see all like these really good things coming to you man and, and like yeah you know like everything everything you know sun, sunshine and rainbows you know like just because you love yourself and you talk so positively i'm not saying by any means that 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 unfortunate things that were out of your control aren't going to happen but you're going to be able to look at them in a different light and it's it's not going to be it's not going to be like oh you know like brush it off my shoulder but it's going to be at least just that much easier and it's going to be that much easier to at least create a battle plan a battle plan to help you out get through that stressful time get through you know um, putting in those extra hours at work, getting into, you know, dealing with um, problems with your friends or significant others, or even, I mean, even it's as simple as, you know, just being more productive around the house. And it could be something as, it can start out as being something as simple as just having one more extra glass of water throughout the day, or just making sure that you, you know, make your bed, or just keeping like your room clean. Or just even keeping one room clean or just doing something, keeping yourself active or, you know, and hygiene is huge too. And it's all like the little things, man. Like all of like those little things, like brushing your teeth, taking showers, putting on deodorant. Like, yeah, it's time consuming, but those are the things that I like to call that have compounding interest. And it might seem really small now, but if you continuously do those little small things, they eventually lead up to so much bigger and better decision making and and then and then by making better decisions and making more important decisions and being able to think more clearly and rationally and know how to like analyze things and know how to and learning when to like take step back and being like hey like 
what the fuck's going on here? Like, what am I doing? Like, okay, I'm not, like, this is making me uncomfortable. And it could be in any way, man. It could be making you mad, making you angry, making you feel anxious, making you, you know, like, you know, feel depressed. It could be anything. But if you learn how to, like, take a step back and learning how to ground yourself, and there are so many different ways on how to do that, too, on how to just simply, like, ground yourself. You know, it's as simple as, you know, and if they say like, oh, yeah, just take a couple deep breaths. Don't just breathe, man. Feel your breath. You know, feel like your lungs fill all the way up. Feel it go down. Like, personally, what I do is I do four, I do, it's, it's a, it's, well, they call it four square breathing, but I have my own variation of it. So, typically, what four square breathing is, is where you inhale for four seconds, hold for four seconds, and then exhale for four seconds. And you just do that, and then eventually you find yourself being a lot more calm. But I don't, I don't hold my breath. I just go in. I close my eyes. I breathe in, and I try to imagine. It's always been a yellow aura to me. Like it's like I breathe in, like I breathe in positivity. I breathe in light. So like it starts off like a little small dot, and then it just expands. It's like it's like yellow, like kind of like aura, like lightly. I envision that in my head, and then. As I breathe out, the I try to I try to imagine the um, the like this aura or this like light that I imagine. I turn it to black, and then as I'm exhaling, the black goes smaller. So I'm inhaling lightness, and I'm exhaling darkness, like negative energy, negative thoughts, and I just do that continuously, and even, I'll even do that, like, throughout the day, I might not close my eyes, sit there in vision, but even, like, when I'm driving through the car, I'll just be like, you know what, like, I'm just gonna focus on my breath real quick, you know, it's continuous practice and repetition, just like in jujitsu, man, you know, like, you have to practice and apply it, like, you have to practice it, like, all right, first the coach shows you the techniques, like, hey, here's what you can do, here is how to, here, here is an arm bar from this position, just as here is this breathing technique. Okay, now you can learn it that day and then be able to hit the move in live, but if you are not consistently training and practicing that technique, and, 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 and it happens over time, man. It happens over time. Like if you are not consistently practicing that technique, even in the times when you don't even use it, when you're just sitting, like, so like what I said, you know, it's so like even if you're just you know, like sitting in the car or just watching TV and no one even knows that you're doing it like because you're literally just breathing. But you're like, all right, I'm going to intentionally take this time to just, you know, breathe and focus on my breath. Okay. If you consistently do that and you see that, you are going to see how much easier it is to get back to it when you are in those stressful moments, when you are, when you do feel burnt out, when you do feel, um, like overwhelmed with anything it could be anything man or whenever you're feeling a very strong feeling or a very strong emotion like hey man like just get back to your breath ground yourself um a really good book that taught me about that was uh the power of now and one of the lessons that i like to take from it is they say like there is no such thing is as as especially me when i get like really like, anxious i always tell myself i'm like all right man there's no such thing as the past there's no such thing as the future. All we have in this moment is just the very present moment. And just sit in it, and you'll see how quiet it can really be.
and how peaceful it can really be by just being in the present moment, not being, not being so whelmed up about the past, not being so anxious about the future. And you can only just sit there and just be like, all right, man, you know, like, and just realize, like, just open up your eyes, man, and be like, all right, man, I'm safe. I'm safe. I'm good. I'm good right here. And it's really powerful stuff, like being in the present moment. And I know, man, trust me, I know, man, I struggle with it still to this day, man, sometimes. Like, I find myself in certain situations and I'm like, man, the fuck was I thinking, dude? Like, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? Or like, man, you know, like, I overreacted to that shit. Man, oh, well, man, oh, well. Life goes on. You realize, hey, I'm still here. I'm still alive. I'm still breathing. It's all right. It's all good. Namaste. For those who don't know what namaste is, it it's a thing that they say in yoga. And what it means is the light within me recognizes the light within you. And that's what I'm saying. And like, like I said, tangents, man, I'm beyond a lot of tangents. And when you realize that we are all collectives and that we are all together and that it doesn't really mean you know, like, and how, like, all the differences that you see in people, you know, whether that be um, political views, whether that be um, skin color or creed or even just likes and dislikes, you know, or even, like, what people are interested in is that you can learn so much if you just put your own opinions and your own ego off to the side and everyone has something to teach you. And just because you have a conversation, or just because you get into a discussion, I'm going to say discussion, because I don't even like using the word argument, because it's not about being right or wrong. It's about, what can I take away from this person? What information can they share with me, so that way I can be more informed? Because who knows, maybe, maybe a Trump supporter and a Biden supporter sit down, and if they have an open discussion, an honest discussion, and they put their egos off to the side, they might be able to see, you know, they might be able to look at in a way like, oh man, like I never knew that about Trump. I never knew that about Biden. Like really, like he did that? Or like, oh, you know, like it's like, oh, you know, he, it's like, oh, I had no idea he was involved in that, you know? And you'd, you'd, be, you'd be able to see such more of a, and, and, it, and it only helps you. You don't have to change your opinion. It's not about changing your opinion. You shouldn't, you shouldn't ever want to have to change somebody. I'm like, yeah, like people do you wrong. And like, yeah, there are people out there who are just out to, you know, like, like, like they have their own stuff going on, but people who cause pain really just have, are really just hurting inside themselves. And that's one of the things that I realized about myself when I was intentionally hurting people. And, but I realized, I, but then I thought, I'm like, man, it's just, it's just because I was hurting. I was taking my shit out on someone else. And and I mean, and I mean, like, I'm not saying like, oh, you know, like, like, it's like, there's like this perfect, like, there's like these like perfect people, or like, I should strive to be perfect, and nothing should phase me, and I should always be calm, cool, and collected. That shit ain't real. That is not real at all. Like, you are human, you are going to make mistakes, but it's about how you bounce back up. It's about how you, how you, how you get up. What do you do? What are you going to do? What are the proactive steps you're going to do in your life to change it? Did you, you know, like, you know, I mean, like people who, you know, like cheat on their wives and stuff like that and, or husbands or spouse or whatever, you know, people who do that and, you know, and they sit there and, you know, they'll soak like, oh, you know, like, man, like I did this, I did that, you know, I shouldn't have done that. It's like, all right, man, you know, but hey, 
So what are you going to do about it now? Are you going to sit there? And are you just going to wallow in self-pity? Or are you going to get back up and fight? And I'm not saying that you... Because it is so important to feel all of your emotions. Because all of those emotions are valid. And all of those emotions are real. And just because someone else does something to... Like if an external for... I'm not going to say... I'm going to stop saying somebody. Like, or just something. Because it could be anything. It could be, you know... and It could be like the economy crashing and you losing your job. So it could be anything. But if you allow yourself to feel those emotions, like truly feel like the emotions and learn how to sit with that uncomfortableness, you'll be able to see things in a so much, in a so much different way. And yeah, like there are absolutely going to be times where you're panicking or you feel anxiety or you feel stressed out or, you know, like, cause like anything could happen, man, anything could happen. And you can sit there and I'm not saying that, you know, like you have to go numb because that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about sitting there feeling it and sitting in that uncomfortableness, just like what David Goggins in his book was trying to say, learn how to be able to sit in that anger, sit in that anxiety, sit in that depression and welcome it as if it's your friend, as if it's a long lost friend, as if it's, even though it is even though you're even though you cannot control your feelings what i like to do is especially especially with anxiety is i like to look at it as a separate entity and i literally picture it I, and, and i i do the, i do this in my head um i'll literally sit there and i'll think of the thought that's creating this strong emotion and i envision myself holding it in my hand like it's, I'm legit like holding the thought in my hand as if it's, as if it's like a phone or like a tablet. Like I'm like legit, like looking at it in my hand I'm looking at it. And I'm like, wow, you know, like that shit don't bring me peace. That shit's making me, you know, feel this. And if it doesn't serve me in the right way, I legit crumple it up. Like I pretend like crumple it up and I just toss it and it gives away all of its power. You still feel all of those things. You still can feel all of those things, and it's important to feel all of those things. But when you are feeling those things, sit with it. Be, be able to be comfortable when you're at the most uncomfortable level. And give yourself as much time as you need to be able to get over. I mean, like for me, man, I give myself I give myself a little bit. I give myself like, alright, I'm gonna give myself one day. Like, you know, like it's like starting like the next day, I'm gonna give myself the next day to, you know, be as sad as I want to be, you know, do whatever it is I want to do, you know, but then after that, man, it's, I give myself only like maybe like 10 minutes and the rest of the day, man, like I let myself tell 10 minutes to just be like, man, you know, like, like really, really feel like let out all of that, let out all of that energy because that's all stored and harnessed energy that and if you you know fuel up too much you know the pipes burst and that's how like mental breakdowns happen so it's very good to release that energy release that release it out because it's not it doesn't it's not good having it be stored in there release that shit out back into the universe because at the end of the day man the universe is an equilibrium Everything that goes up must, everything that goes up must come back down. And at the end of the day and at the end of your life, because everyone dies, 
you are exactly what you were before you got even brought into this universe. You were born, you will die. There are good, there are bad. But at the end of the day, man, everything balances out and everything neutrals out to zero. So at the end of the day, man, you ain't got really nothing to worry about. You ain't got nothing to fear, man, but fear itself. Because fear is crippling. And you can't allow fear to take over your life. Because when you do allow fear to take over your life, you open up all these doors for uh, negative energy. And I'm not saying that you got to be perfect 100% of the time, because I am not at all. Um, these are still things that I go through, but it's wisdom and knowledge that I have that I would like to share uh, to the rest of the universe. And yeah, so <laughs> I'm going to cut it off now. Um, but there is definitely more to come. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, please leave a comment, like, drop, drop me, uh, drop me a DM. Um, if you liked it, um, even if you didn't like it, still like, let me know anything I can do to improve. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate everyone. If you have stayed this far, um, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. God bless and namaste, and I will see you all soon with my first guest, or my second guest, because I was my first guest, so, all right, deuces.